and welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. It is so exciting to be back and I apologize it has been a hot minute between podcasts but I am here and I've got lots of exciting content that I can't wait to bring to you. For any of you who are new it is amazing to have you here. The Grow by Design podcast is all about how to intentionally design your life for growth, how to achieve the goals and the dreams that you have. I fundamentally believe that With the right game plan and with the right mindset, with the right people around you, anything is possible. So the purpose of this podcast is to give you the tools and the tips and the tricks, the inspiration and the interviews for how you can actually go about doing that in your own life. Today's podcast is all about why we need to reflect before we can move forward, the importance of celebrating the wins, how to learn from setbacks, how this year has really shaped me and how I'm sure it shaped you, and what we can moving forward. So here we are at the end of 2021 and the reason I wanted to do this podcast now is because I think that there is such an opportunity for us to reflect on 2021. It has been massive. As we get to this time of year everyone is really excited to have finished a year and very much so in 2021 there is a lot of sentiment around having survived or having made it or having got through this year, wanting to forget about everything that's happened and just move forward, which I can completely understand and I think is really valid. But I think it's also a missed opportunity if we don't use this time to reflect on 2021, reflect on all that's led up to this moment, and then make a game plan moving forward. Because for many, it has been a really turbulent year. For everyone, it absolutely has been. And there has been a lot of ups and downs. But with that, there is lots that you can celebrate and there's also lots that you can learn. So this podcast is coming to you today just before the end of the year because I'm sure that everybody is in this space of finishing one year and starting the next and just having some downtime, which is so valuable. So before we jump right into 2022 and make our goals and New Year's resolutions, it's really important to stop, reflect and celebrate all that has happened. So as I mentioned, I truly believe there's a couple of really amazing reasons why it's so important to spend some time at this point in the year to reflect on what has been. I think it's so easy for us to charge off into the next year that we actually don't take the time to reflect on what we've been through, what we've achieved, what we haven't achieved, and really unpack that a little bit. It's very easy just to want to wipe a year from the memory bank. But by doing so, you do miss some of the good moments. You do miss the things that you achieved and you do miss some of those opportunities to learn and grow. I know that for some people, it was such a challenge this year. So then celebrate the fact that you made it. For others, particularly myself, I actually had probably one of the best years I've ever had. And I want to make sure that I remember that and celebrate that and, you know, break down what made it amazing and how do I repeat that? And I also really encourage you not to compare to other people. So I went through a little bit of time where I actually was doing really well and there was a lot of people around me struggling. So I then felt bad and guilty about that. Then there were other people who really felt victimized by the fact that their year was a real challenge. I encourage you not to compare your year to anyone else's, but really take some time to sit quietly and really sort of look at how you felt that you went. Another fundamentally important part of reflecting on the year is that it allows you to set your goals for 2022 and that is something that I'll come back to in a a future episode around how you set those goals but it is very hard to set goals if you don't actually close out the old ones reflect where you got to um, and then where you're moving forward from I like to use the analogy that it's like looking at a map and trying to get to point b 
and you don't actually know where you are at point A. So it's a great opportunity to have a bit of a snapshot of your life and see where you're at. I want to make this an educational podcast as well. So teaching you and giving you the tools to reflect on your year. It's all very well saying, yeah, sure, I want to think about what I went through and what I achieved. But without kind of a structure or a process, it's actually quite challenging if you haven't done it before. So I have actually put together a template um, in a workbook for you, which is in the show show notes. So you can always refer back to that and start to work your way through it. But I've got some questions in there which really help you work through your year and allow you to really maximize everything you can out of it. It's like all the great emotions, all the lessons, and you know, use that to grow into 2022. One of the first points that I want to make is when doing this reflective kind of work, it's great to be objective and look at the year with your emotions removed. It makes it easier to identify the wins. You don't get self-conscious about calling them out but also sometimes you overlook or brush past things that were uncomfortable or you don't think were valid or um, worth remembering. And then there is a process around coming back to that and feeling into it and settling in that emotion as well. So there's lots of ways to unpack that, but I start off by being objective and then by letting my emotions come in and really, really feeling those wins and really feeling those highs and lows. So to start off with the importance of celebrating wins. This is something that I'm so passionate about because I know myself, I don't celebrate the wins very often. I'm very quick to achieve something and move on to the next one. But I am slowly learning that there is so much importance in celebrating the wins. A couple of key things I like to remind people is you want to get used to the feeling of winning. There's this whole concept that like attracts like. So if you can pick out and really celebrate the wins and things that went right for you and then get used to that feeling because you want to repeat it over and over again. If you get used to that feeling and get comfortable within that, have that as your benchmark. Live in the vibe of winning and you know winning means something different to everyone. It might just be achieving something you set out to. It might be it might be a win or it might be overcoming a certain challenge. Whatever winning means to you live in that vibe and embrace it because like attracts like and you want more of that in your life. So then there's a bit more of a constructive part about celebrating the wins. So I want you to analyze how you got there and this means really looking at it, dissecting what that was and again the win is different for everyone. It might be overcoming a challenge, it might be actually winning in performance or in a sport or getting a promotion at work or saving the money that you wanted to. Um, It might be meeting new people or putting yourself out there. So analyze how you actually got there so that you can repeat it. Understand what the difference was that meant you actually achieved that goal or that you actually got to where you want to and what does that look like and how did you get there? Is it something that you can repeat again? Then from there you kind of look at okay what worked and what would you do differently next time? So amazing you got there you achieved that goal was everything perfect and if everything was perfect that's great amazing but I would like to challenge that potentially it wasn't could you have got there quicker or easier or for me could I have got there with less stress I probably could have achieved the same thing but I could have got there in a much less stressed and anxious state so identifying what worked and what you would do differently and now this is a really cool feeling once you've kind of worked through all of those different questions and again there might be lots of wins there might be big wins and small wins and you know think back to January there was there's a lot that has happened this year so everything that you would categorize as a win it might be you won money on a scratchy it might be as big as buying a house it could be anything write the big and the small down 
And then there's a really cool process called anchoring, which is something that I love to use to lock in the feeling. So as I said before, like attracts like, get used to that feeling, live in the vibe of winning. So there is something that is a really cool process to go through and that is, as I said, anchoring. It's a process where you think of these wins and you might hold, um, for me it's like my thumb and my index finger and you hold them together and you squeeze them together. And every time you think how you felt when you won, you squeeze that finger together and that physical sensation helps lock in that feeling of winning or that, that positive emotion that came from achieving something. So whether it's a big win or a small win, go through your year and lock them in emotionally with that physical sense. It should be a really uplifting and a really powerful process where you actually feel yourself getting happy and excited and proud. It may even bring a tear to your eye if you came through a whole lot of hard stuff this year and you came out on top or you worked through something that's really emotional and that's really powerful. So sit in that feeling and let it build. And then stack all the fun and celebratory emotions on top of that. If you had a great dinner with friends one night or you had um, a successful day at work, all these little things that stack up, this feeling of winning, this feeling of positivity and joy that came from your year, stack all of those little things together. And as you do, move that physical touch, so bring your fingers together. And this is a really powerful and incredible tool where you can continue to add to that stack. If something really great happens to you, big or small, come home from work and you've had a fantastic day, lock in that feeling and add it to your stack. And the reason that you do this, and I mean, there's lots of reasons, but sitting in this vibe and getting you onto this happy buzz is really amazing. But it's also so powerful when you get stuck or when you're in a really negative space and you don't feel like anything's going to plan. It's a really cool thing to do to be able to pull you out of that again. So if you're having a day where it just sucks and everything is feeling shit and heavy, this is a really powerful tool where you can actually just reflect and say, actually, I've had some good things happen to me in my time or in my year, or this was really hard and I got through it. And so you just then again would touch your thumb and your finger together and squeeze it in that sense of emotion and that positivity that came through when you were stacking those emotions it actually starts to flood through. And again, this is a practice thing and it doesn't come straight away and it's not a magical cure, but it's a really cool way to celebrate and be appreciative of everything that's happened this year. It's a really powerful thing to do at the end of one year because you are sitting and reflecting and you're getting ready for the next year. So remembering all those little wins, all those really positive emotions is such a powerful tool. So It is also equally important to learn from all the setbacks. And I know that this year there would have been a lot of setbacks and things that were out of our control. So there's kind of two parts. There's some that are within our control and we might have made a mistake. And then there's other things that were just shit out of our control and we had no ability to influence. The only thing we could really influence was how we reacted. But again, this year has thrown us and it has more than anything taught me that we are such a resilient bunch. It has taught me that change is the only constant and that there is so much out of our control. So again, it's like, okay, great. There is going to be more and more out of our control. And I think moving into 22, it's not all smooth sailing now either. We're seeing more and more people with cases. We're seeing COVID really start to change again. So knowing that we're not potentially out of the woods of that, but that there's still lots of opportunity there is so much power in learning from the setback. So as much as you went through and celebrated those wins and you wrote down all of the wins, I encourage you to do the same with the setbacks. 
And maybe you don't need to do it to every single little thing that went wrong in your year, but maybe the major ones. You know, what are the key things that were not ideal? So what were they? And what would you do differently so that they don't happen again? Is there anything that you could do differently? If there's not, that's okay, move on. Maybe there was something that you could react differently or that you could set up to overcome. And was there any positives that came out of them? So what was the bad thing that happened? What did you do to fix it? And how did that play out in the end? So another thing that's quite a good thing to do within this process is looking at what drained you this year and what do you not want to repeat. So there's things that happen in our year that aren't positive or negative. They might just be draining. They might be a bit exhausting. So what are some of the things or the habits that you don't want to carry into 2022? And it might be small things. It might be big things. It might be people. It might be habits. What are some of the things that you want to just leave behind that you just don't want to bring with you? They served you in 2021, but they're not going to serve you moving forward. Identifying what those are and being aware of them doesn't mean that they're good or bad. It just means actually this doesn't serve me moving forward. Try and do this process with no judgment because it's your life and you get to set it up how you choose. So take the things that work, leave the things behind that don't. So the final piece of the reflection puzzle that I really encourage you to do is around gratitude. And we all know how powerful that tool is and how powerful it is as a practice and as a way of living is to be grateful for everything that is around you. And so this is another really great time to reflect on everything that you are grateful for and to express that. So I really encourage you to work through your life and identify areas that you're grateful for, whether that's people, places, situations, environments, whether it's resources like money and income, uh, whether it's opportunities. List down everything that you are grateful for. And again, bonus points if you celebrate and tell those people how grateful you are for them. Pass it on, let that gratitude flow. And as with the wins, there's lots of different ways that you can document this. So whether it's journaling about it, writing a big list, I really encourage you as well to do that anchoring process for gratitude. So stack everything you're grateful for into a feeling and into an emotion so that it's always there, literally on hand. You can put your finger and your thumb together and squeeze and bring in the feeling of gratitude and gratefulness, that bring in the positivity that comes from reflecting on your wins Stack it in there so that it's always on hand if you need it because it's such a powerful tool to tap into. So reflecting on what you're grateful for, who you're grateful for, the opportunities. With all of this, however you want to reflect it, as I said, I've got the workbook there, which I'm really excited for you to use. But whether it's in your own journal, whether it's thinking about it, talking about it with a loved one, it's a really cool thing to be able to do together. If you want to share your wins and your lessons together, that's a really amazing relationship building experience as well. Or whether it's you want to jot it down and then put it in a jar and use it later. That's another t- uh, another tool that I've used in the past where write all of your wins, write all of your lessons, write all of your gratitudes down on a little piece of paper, pop them in a jar. And when you're really feeling like you need a bit of a, a pick-me-up, you can go and call on that kind of resource that you've built for yourself. So I encourage you to share these. Share them with me, share them with your friends, share them with your family. Whoever you feel will support you in this, who will encourage you, who will celebrate with you, who will cry with you, I really encourage you to be open about it. So in saying that, I thought I would just share some of the wins and the lessons from my year that I'm really excited to share with you and, you know, might help you 
get some inspiration to your year, but also I just wanted to share with you where I'm at, where this podcast is going to be going, where Grow by Design as a business is going to be going, and just really kind of reflect there. So there's been a lot going on. I have obviously competed a lot this year, and I'm so grateful for that because I know there was a lot of people this year who weren't able to compete and weren't able to compete in season B. So I started my prep at the start of 2020 and had shows cancelled throughout the year. I then finally, we we got shows confirmed that they were happening at the start of 2021 and I just went in guns blazing. I have been training for this for a year. So I did my first show, I did the Queensland State show and was really disappointed with how I went. I just knew that there was a few things I didn't do quite right and was really gutted because I was coming in really strong, feeling really confident and just didn't perform the way that I wanted to. So I went away and I had two weeks to myself together and figure out and make some changes make some adjustments and I just knew I didn't want to feel the way I felt that first show so working closely with my coach we made some big adjustments and I came back and I came in with a whole new energy and it was so cool and so powerful and I just felt like a million dollars and I actually won and I am so proud that has been my goal for so so long I won both of my shows and was in the runner-up position so I narrowly missed winning my pro card which is the next huge goal for me but to turn it around from not placing at all to winning both of my classes was so powerful and that just set me up on a whole whole other level really proved to myself that I could do it And there was a few different things I did in between those two weeks. So again, if it's something that you're interested in, let me know and I might do a a podcast on it as well because there was a lot of physical and mental stuff that I really put myself through in those two weeks. So from a competing side, I then reverse dieted for a couple of weeks and without really knowing and without intending to, the New Zealand borders opened up and there was a New Zealand pro qualifying show a few weeks after that. So I made a split decision with my coach to book a flight to hope that the travel bubble opened and stay and would stay open and I competed in New Zealand as well so I'm still still chasing that pro card and I unfortunately I, well fortunately wins and wins and lessons I won my class which was incredible and then I was in the runner-up again and I missed out by one point um, winning my pro card so again incredible win and so many celebratory lessons and things that could be learned from that but also so gutted to just miss out by just one point when I'm so, so close. So for me, it's been really, really successful yet. In fact, I haven't won a show before and then to come through and win three of my classes, but then miss out by one point sort of in a couple of shows is quite bittersweet. But at the same time, I'm in such a mindset that this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do. And it's all just lessons all along the way. Everything is just an opportunity to improve. So for me, from a competing side, amazing wins and amazing lessons at the same time. Some of that bittersweet, but ultimate fire and drive still to go. From a work perspective, it has been incredibly busy and exciting. I guess I don't really want to kind of say where I work at this stage, but I probably could at some point. Um, and am quite involved in a lot of the decision-making processes that we go through for a really big Australian company, and it is incredible, but it also means that I give blood, sweat, and tears to the business, which I am grateful to do, but also I know that at some point it might, might break me. So for me, there was a lot of lessons in finding my boundaries and finding how much I can give and how much I need to give back to myself to ensure that I continue to survive, and I'm sure that a lot of people can relate to that. And from a personal perspective, I 
am so grateful I met my person, which I was um, gone through some trials and tribulations to get there, but he is wonderful. And from a you know friends and relationships perspective, I have met some of the most amazing people this year and really feel like I've found my tribe. And so for me this year, my people and my community and my tribe is such a win for me this year and it's such a celebration. And I think in the past it's been, it maybe hasn't been for me and it's been more one of my lessons around the types of people I do and don't want to give my energy to. Previous years there's been all the lessons and this year it really feels like there is the wins there that have come through, which is really amazing. So I am so grateful for, again, the wins and the lessons and the whole year for everyone is just wins, lessons, wins, lessons. As you can see, I refer to wins and lessons. They are the good and the bad. And we don't want to label, well, I mean, you can label things as bad, but for me, I prefer to think of them as a lesson and as an opportunity to grow and to learn. And and then the wins are anything that's positive and uplifting and overcoming a challenge, winning something. Um however you choose to define that. And then I'm so incredibly excited to announce that Grow by Design is becoming a business. It's becoming the coaching platform that I always dreamed that it would be. So in the new year, I'm going to be starting taking on clients. I've got some really exciting courses coming up, helping you really optimize your mindset as an athlete. How do you get your mind to work with your body and your body to work with your mind and have that emotional intelligence to become the best athlete that you can be? I'm going to be obviously sharing lots more news about all of these things down the track. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself now, but really excited that Grow by Design is becoming the thing that I always wanted it to be. And I can't wait to share that with you. So as I said, we will be doing a podcast next on how to set your goals and how to set yourself up in 2022 to make it your best year yet because it can be and every year can continue to get better that is the joy of life it's been so nice to be back I'm enjoying it and I know that there's a lot more to come but it's fantastic to be back and I'm so excited for you to hear this episode I'm so excited for you to reflect on your year whether it's been a good or a bad one I expect that it's been both because that is how things work but make sure that you check out the Grow by Design 2021 reflection workbook that I've put together the link is in the show notes. It's on my Instagram. It will be on my soon to launch website. And it is such a powerful thing to go through to reflect on the year. It really sets you up for success and it helps you remember all the good things that have happened because there is so many little moments of greatness in every single year. Remember to do the anchoring process and stack those wins together because that is so powerful and so fun to do. And it's such a great thing to go back to. We all love looking through our old photos. Flick through your old memories. It's the same thing. Anchor them to a physical touch like that pressing of your thumb and your finger together and just keep living them because as I said, like attracts like and you want to live in the vibe of winning and live in that positive state. So I am so grateful to have you back and I'm so grateful to be back. It's so fun. I'm excited to share lots of really amazing conversations and interviews with you soon. Have an amazing end of the year. Celebrate 2021. Embrace 2022. And I know that everything that you are creating is going to be incredible. So much love and I will chat to you again soon. (music) 